Radio City in New York, the makers of old gold cigarettes present the Comedy Theater. The only radio program which brings you every week the greatest stars in the greatest comedies. Tonight's play, Nothing But the Truth, starring Ann Baxter and Alan Young. the director of the Old Gold Comedy Theater, Mr. Harold Lloyd. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight's play is called Nothing But the Truth. That's a rather frightening title for a master's ceremonies. It limits him so. However, in the case of our stars tonight, it doesn't have to. Because Alan Young and Ann Baxter are young enough, talented enough to need nothing but the truth to introduce them. I, uh, <clears throat> uh, go away, son. I have work to do. As I was saying, Alan Young is that brilliant new comedian. Comes from Canada. Yes. Mm. He came to New York from Canada and immediately was given his coast-to-coast show and... Nearly died. And nearly died. He... <laughs> Young man, stop heckling me. I, I have to heckle you, Mr. Lloyd. Say, just who are you? Who, me? Well, I'm Alan Young. So you're Alan Young. Yeah, I don't look it, do I? You see, the trouble is none of my mother's children resemble each other very much. How many children your mother have? One. <laughs> well, be that as it may. In our play tonight, you're Bob Bennett. You're a young stockbroker working for E.M. Ralston, the big bad wolf of Wall Street. Can't I be a wolf too? No. Oh. You're sitting in your office chatting to a client over the phone. The door opens, and a beautiful girl appears. It's Gwen Ralston, your boss's daughter. Ah, here she comes now. What do you mean, Gwen Ralston? That's Ann Baxter. <laughs> I'd recognize those twinkle in her eye anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Alan. But in the play, I'm Gwen Ralston, and I'm coming to your office with $10,000. Ten th well, what are we waiting for? Let's go to my office. And that's where we find Bob Bennett In his office Talking to a client on the phone Yes, Mr. Hadley I've got my eyes wide open Waiting for opportunity to knock at the door Opportunity <laughs> she, she not only knocked, she opened the door and came in Hello, Bob Mr. Hadley, goodbye I'm uh, not disturbing you, am I, Bob? Disturbing me? No, 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 no then take the telephone out of your pocket. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> silly of you, wasn't it? Don't answer that. Gwen, I love you. How many times have I told you that my heart belongs to Van Dusen? He can keep your heart. What I want is... Gwen, he isn't worthy of you. Bob, I need you. You can have me cheap. I mean... Uh... We're going to be partners. We, we are? Uh-huh. You see these? Those? <laughs> Money, aren't they? Well, of course. Thousand dollar bills Yes, Bob Ten of them One, two, three Don't count, we're partners I've had these four days In my safe deposit box Under my pillow In my stocking Aren't you afraid of prowlers? Bob, keep your mind on business I'll try, I'll try What, uh, what do you want me to do With that ten thousand dollars? Invest it You see, I collected this money For seaside charities, Bob And I'm worried how can you worry with $10,000? You've got to invest it for me because I promised to raise $20,000. Uh, so all you have to do is 
Double is $10,000. You double it? You have three days. Why have three days? When I could get three years for doing it. I thought you loved me. Well, I do, I do. Then won't you do it for me? Well, I, I, the jails are so, they get everybody. You gotta. Oh, all right. Give me the money. Here, and put it right away. I don't want Father to know about this. Okay. Goodbye, Bob, and don't forget, three days. Goodbye. <laughs> Double it. In three days. Well, I'll take Labor Day, the 4th of July, and New Year's. I didn't want to speak to you about... Uh, oh, oh, I didn't know you were in, uh, in conference. Excuse me. Yes, uh, uh, get off my lap, Lily. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, Bob, this is, uh, this is Lily Warren. Hello. How'd you do? Yes, uh, you see, we were discussing some financial matters. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes, uh, you see, I, uh, I have an interest in, in Miss Warren's business. I could see that, yes. <laughs> I'll have to be running now, Tiddly Tums. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, you sweet boy. Who? Me? Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, Bob, uh, that was Miss Warren. I know. You have an interest in her, uh... Um, yes, uh, yeah. she owns the millinery shop in this building, Bob, uh, and she's a very clever woman. Uh, got a good head on her. Nice pair of shoulders, too. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, mind you, my boy, she, uh, she may have been sitting on my lap, but it was purely, uh, you know, purely... Uh, it looked very pure, Mr. Ralston. Uh, yes. well, uh, well, see to it that you don't mention it to uh, Mrs. Ralston. Oh, I won't, Tiddlyton. I mean, Mr. Ralston, no. <laughs> Well, now, what do you want? Well, it's about that La Paloma Quicksilver mine you told me to sell out. Well, well what about it? Well, Mr. Ralston, there's, there's no Quicksilver in that Quicksilver mine. Well, stop snooping. What do you care? Well, it wouldn't be honest to sell the shares. I'd, I'd have to tell a lie. <laughs> Haven't you ever lied before? Well, yes, but this, this is different. Oh, nonsense, nonsense. Business couldn't exist without a little embroidery on the truth now and then. You know, <laughs> well, Bob, lies are necessary. I still think you can tell the truth. Who, me? I didn't say you could. I I said I could. Oh. You believe that? You betcha. Oh, now, wait a minute. (laughs) Would you like to make a little bet on that? A little bet that you can tell nothing but the truth for even 24 hours. You'll bet me money? Real money? Would you bet me... $10,000? $10,000? Now, now where would you get $10,000? I... I got it. You want to bet? You want to bet $10,000 that you'll tell the truth to everyone, no matter what they ask you, for the next 24 hours. Is that it? I will. All right, Bob, my boy. I'll do it. But on these conditions, Mm -hmm. you answer all questions. Mm -hmm. If you refuse to answer, you lose. I lose. You don't run away or you don't hide. If you do, you lose. I lose. You don't tell anyone about the bet. Mm -hmm. If you do, you lose. You're making it awfully easy for me to lose, aren't you? Yeah. Well, now, let's see. It's exactly four o'clock now. Four o'clock tomorrow afternoon, the bet's over. But until then, Bob, one little lie, mind you, costs you $10,000. <laughs> Expensive, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, now, let's see. What will I ask you first? Ha, yeah. <laughs> I got it. Where did you get that $10,000? Uh, from the... But I promised she... You wouldn't understand. Where did you get the money, Bob? From the, the nice weather we're having, isn't it? No, I mean, she... Uh, ah! Oh. <laughs> telephone, telephone. 
wonderful invention, the telephone. I must write to Alexander Graham Bell about it. Yeah. I'll answer it. Hello? Oh, Mr. Hadley. Oh, what? You want my opinion of the Quicksilver Mine shares we're selling? Oh, come on, lay it on thick, Bob. How many? Oh, 20,000 shares. Yeah, fine, tell them it's the best buy on the market, Bob. Tell you, them. You want to know my honest opinion about La Paloma Quicksilver, Mr. Hadley? Well, uh... Come on, uh, give it to him, Bob. In my opinion, Mr. Hadley, La Paloma Quicksilver stinks. Oh. <laughs> Well, the bet's only five minutes old, and Bob's already in trouble. How much deeper in trouble will he be before the 24 hours are up? And uh, while I'm asking questions, who's that stranger talking to Ben Grower? Ah, Ben, you should have yeah. seen me. You'd have been proud of your brother-in-law. Uh, did you catch him? And I, Dick Schmacy, the world's greatest detective? Mm -hmm. Well, what happened? Well, I was told to bring Herringface in for questioning. I see Herringface on Times Square. He sees me. Yeah. He runs into an alley. I run into an alley. He runs up to the roof. I run up to the roof. He comes down again. I come down again. Yeah. We're yeah. in the street once more. He runs into Lindy's. Me too. We stop for a sandwich. Then away we go again. But I'm getting nowhere, so I begin getting mad. As Herring Face turns the corner, I fire two shots. Bang, bang. And you know what? No, what? I knock down a neon sign. So I gnash my teeth, bust off a pivot, bite my tongue. That made my eyes water, so I didn't see Herring Face peek around a corner. But I heard him say... Why be irritated? Flight an old go. Now, there's a man, there's a man who knows what's what. Yes, smokers, when you're running round in circles, why be irritated? Light an old gold. Especially today, there's nothing like the comfort and pleasure of a fine cigarette. But listen, you won't get that comfort and pleasure if your cigarette is hot, harsh, or dry. So listen carefully. To help prevent cigarette dryness, old gold's superb tobaccos are specially conditioned with apple honey to help hold in the natural moisture to help guard your smoking enjoyment. In addition, to give you a smoke of extra bouquet, extra flavor, a touch of rare imported Latakias added to Old Gold's blend of many great tobaccos. Yes, extra flavor plus extra special protection against cigarette dryness. That's Old Gold. Soon as you can, try a pack. <laughs> Now back to the Old Gold Comedy Theater presentation of Nothing But The Truth, starring Ann Baxter and Alan Young. All right, Mr. Lloyd. Have you ever bet $10,000 that you could tell the truth for 24 hours? <laughs> Come to think of it, have you ever told the truth for 24 hours? Well, that's what Bob Bennett bet he could do. It's later in the day now, the day of the bet, and Bob is being driven out to Ralston's country home by an eager Ralston who is chuckling in anticipation. <laughs> well, here we are. Hop out, my boy. If you don't mind, I'll crawl out. I got nothing to hop about. Oh, come on, come on. Stop stalling. Uh, you like the house? Oh, it's beautiful. Huh? Enough to be a gas station. After you, sir. Oh. Well, hello, everybody. <laughs> I guess you all know Bob here. <laughs> My, my, Madge, you're looking positively beautiful today. Oh, Edward. <laughs> Doesn't she look beautiful, Bob? Oh, uh, who? Uh, my wife. Oh, pay no attention to him, Bob. He's just an old flatterer. Uh, uh, Bob, I said, uh, doesn't my wife look beautiful? Yes, yes, I remember now you did say that. Yeah, well, you better answer, Bob. Well, you, 
You know the old Chinese proverb. Oh, now don't you start flattering me, Bob. What does the old Chinese proverb say? Well, uh, uh, yes, yes. I don't know any old Chinese proverbs. Oh, Bob, what is the matter with you? Perhaps he isn't feeling well, Gwen. Frankly, Mrs. Ralston, I'm not. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I'll have some herbs brewed for you at dinner, and you'll be all right in the jiffy. Now, Bob, tell me, uh, uh, what do you think of my wife's dress? It's a new one, you know. Yeah. I can see that. Come on, Bob, we want the truth. I, well, it's... it's it looks like a built-in flower sack. <laughs> Bob, how dare you? How would you like a punch in the nose, Bennett? I wouldn't, and you keep out of this, man. Uh, what is this that is going on in the midst of my singing? Oh, you, you sing? See, si, senor, I sing, I fight duels, I make love, I have higher thoughts. Well, why don't you sing? Go right ahead, don't let us stop you, please. Ah, the senor is so gracious, I will sing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I like the senor's voice. mustn't interrupt the singing. Yes, but I still say, how do you like the senor's voice? Well, it probably has something about it. Yeah, what? Uh, something, something. Uh, go on, senor. Tell me. I am interested. You, uh, fight duels? Yes, but about my voice. Do you think it is for grand opera? Kill many men in these duels? Yeah? Twelve. But go on, my voice. Well, there's, there's only one other man in the world with a voice like yours. Uh, Melchior Gili. Andy Devine. <laughs> Senor, that is the insult supreme. Tomorrow morning you will fight with me the duel. Oh, no, I won't. Oh. And why not, Senor? I might get killed. Bah, you are afraid. That is the truth. <laughs> Mrs. Ralston, I go. Goodbye. Oh, please, Senor, wait for me. Two gone. Come on, Gwen, let's get out of here. You go into the garden, Van. I want to speak to Bob for a moment. Okay, but watch him. I think he's nuts. Father? Well, I guess I might as well go and change. But I'll be back in a few minutes, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Bob, did you invest my money? Uh-huh. In what? In, uh, uh, I took your money and I... Gwen, you're beautiful. Am I really? Oh, you are. And that is nothing but the truth. Gwen, what do you see in that overgrown old fan? Well, he's handsome. Yes, but... He's got lots of money. Yes, and but... And he's an all-American fullback. Maybe, but Gwen, you don't marry a man to play football with him. You know, I used to be a wrestler. Bob, I've been... I've been mean to you, haven't I? Well, I... I never thought you really liked Van. There, there is a chance for me. Well, if you ever did anything about it, instead of just talking... Like... like this? Mm. Mm -mm. Oh, like that. More. If I can stand it. Mm. Mm. Mr. Rawson, you've been putting me on the spot all evening. Oh, tut, 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 my boy. <laughs> Tell me, uh, it's a lovely night out here in the garden tonight. Uh-oh, let's go in. Huh? Certainly, don't. I've been looking all over for you. Yeah, no, Lily, now, uh, I, I, I mean Miss Warren. Uh, what are you doing here? Some nasty men want a lot of money. Otherwise, they're going to take my shop away. Oh. Tilly, Tums, you've got and to give me... my wife to... ever found out that you're here? Uh, <laughs> go away. Not until you give me some money. Yes, Good Lord, my and wife. Where are you? Uh, Lily, look, uh, you're Bob's sister, you understand? My sister? Yeah. Mr. Rawson, I can't... Oh, yeah. but I... oh, who is this? Well, uh, you see, uh, this young woman, oh, Bob's sister. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how do you do? Oh, but Bob, I thought you were an only child. Uh, my parents changed their minds. Oh. Yeah. 
I, I better go in. The damp air... Oh, Miss Bennett, you'll stay the night, won't you? I certainly will. Oh, oh good. Your sister's a very attractive girl, Bob. Who? Oh, her, my sister, yes. She is your sister, isn't she? Well, I... Bob? Uh, yeah, I can truthfully say she's never been more than a sister to me. <laughs> what an odd way of putting it. Well, however, it's time to go to bed. Mrs. Ralston, you're an angel. Let's all go to sleep, shall we? Let's let's all sleep like mad until four o'clock tomorrow afternoon. <laughs> Bob, are you crazy or am I? Mrs. Ralston, that's not the kind of question to ask me. Why not? Because I'll have to answer it. <laughs> This is your room, Bob, the, the blue room. It'll fit me. Yeah, I know. Well, go on in. You don't have to wait up for me. My boy, I'm locking you in just to make sure that you don't decide to disappear for a while. That sounds as if you didn't trust me. I don't. Hmm. <laughs> Good night, Robert. All right, lock me in. See if I care. Hope there's no fire tonight, though. Oh, gosh, I'm sleepy. Oh, oh no. Lily. My brother. This is all a mistake, Miss Warren. You'd better call me Miss Bennett. Or uh, don't you want me to be just a sister to N you? Now, Miss, please stay where you are. Aren't you afraid you'll catch cold in what you're not wearing? You'll keep me warm, won't you? Well, I'm a low guy with high blood pressure. Please stay right there because you never know. Oh, Bob. Oh, that's Gwen. I gotta get out. I know, through this window. There's a balcony, I remember. I... Goodbye. Oh, must you go? Yeah, I gotta get some fresh air. Well, I'm out of there. I should have stood in bed. I would, too, if I could only find my bed. Let's see. Maybe this window leads to my room. I'll put a leg over the sill. No! Oh! oh. <laughs> uh, hello, Mrs. Rawson. Nice weather we're having. Young man, what are you doing on that balcony? Taking a walk. I always take a walk before turning in. Makes me turn in. <laughs> Do you think a balcony running in front of the bedrooms is the proper place to take a walk? Well, the, the view is lovely up here. I mean, I, I better be running along. Good night, Mrs. Ralston. <laughs> I wonder how she'll feel when she becomes a mother. Mother-in-law, I mean. My mother-in-law. I wonder how I'll feel. Oh, this must be my room. I'll get the window up and then... Stand! I can't. I got one leg up in the air. Aha! The senor who thinks my voice is like Andy Devine. I didn't exactly say that. So, you wish to apologize? Yes, I do. Then perhaps I will not kill you. Proceed. Mr. Verdugas, I'm very sorry. Yes, senor. Very good. Go on. I mean, your, your voice is divine. Yes, divine. Goodbye. <laughs> I wonder if the night air is healthy. I wonder if I'll ever see home again. I wonder... This room is dark. This must be my room. Good Lord, the maid. Lady, ignore it. Pay no attention. Go right on with whatever you were doing. I better go now. It's been very charming, lady. Oh, I'll be back out. I, I, oh. What's going on in there? I'm going out. Way out. What happened to the moon? I better work my way out to the railing and then... Ah! <laughs> what do you know? No railing. <laughs> Hurt. Who, me? Yeah, you fell off the balcony. Bob, what were you doing on the balcony anyway? I was taking a walk. Ah? Uh? That's the truth. I was taking a... 
Yes, Robert, but why on the balcony? Well, it was... It was... The only place I could get to through Lily's room. Bob, don't make a fuss about it, Gwen. She's his sister. He never had a sister. I got one now. Stop lying to me. Ah, Bob, you... I didn't mean I got a sister now. I mean I got a headache now. Then she isn't your sister, Mr. Bennett. <laughs> Purely by coincidence, no. Well, Bob, what were you doing in her room? It's just, just passing through. I don't believe you. It's true, Gwen. I only saw her once before in my whole life. Where? The... Uh, Sitting on your father's lap. What? It was purely a matter of business. Oh, Edward. <laughs> this man's lying. He's lying. Either that or he's uh, well, lost his mind. How dare you say such a thing, Bob? And after I'd begun to like you and maybe even love. Oh, oh. don't you mind, honey. You got me. Listen, Van, even as a consolation prize, you're no prize. Shut up before I forget myself and break your jaw. When you say that, smile. Why? You got the cutest dimples. Come on, Van. Edward, come upstairs. I want to talk to you. <laughs> yes, my love. Senor, I have reconsidered. I will not killing you. Uh, A man like you, she is not worth staining my sword. Good night. Alone at last. In the garden. Nobody even wants to kill me. What was... Oh, oh, Buster. All right, down, boy, down. That reminds me. I still don't even know which bedroom is mine. Uh, well, never mind. Buster, it looks like I'm in the doghouse anyway, so move over. So it's the doghouse for Bob. Seems like he hasn't any difficulty getting himself into all kinds of difficulties. And uh, by the way, Ben Grower... Why that unhappy look on your face? What? Oh, oh, pardon me. I was just thinking about a little trouble I had with my cousin's baby last night. It was like this. Ah, now, cootsie, wootsie, tommy, wobby. Here's the little baby, wavesy. Ah, shut up. Oh, all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I take it back. I, I do wish, however, that your mother wouldn't go and leave me all alone. But I... What did I say? Well, she's my cousin as well as your mother. I've got a perfectly legal right to... All right, I ain't got any right. Your mother's an angel. She's a darling. Well, good heavens, Charles. What do you want me to say? What do you want me to do? Uh-oh. Why be irritated? Why do no gold? <laughs> well, of course, you little dear. Now, isn't that right, smokers? When all you can hear is yapping and yammering, that's the time to enjoy an old gold, to enjoy its extra flavor, plus its special protection from cigarette dryness. You see, old gold's magnificent blend of many fine tobaccos, including a touch of extra flavorful Latakia tobacco, is specially conditioned with apple honey to help guard against cigarette dryness. So for a better tasting, keener smoke, make it old gold. But if you can't get a pack today, here are the three big reasons. People are smoking more cigarettes. Billions are going to the armed forces overseas. And we can't make more cigarettes due to manpower shortages. However, we are distributing every pack we make. So tomorrow, ask again for old gold. And now, here's Harold Lloyd and Nothing But The Truth, starring Ann Baxter and Alan Young. All right, Mr. Lloyd. Now, it is the next afternoon and the hands of the clock come closer and closer to four, the hour at which the bet will be over and Bob will win the $10,000 for Gwen. 
but there are still a dangerous few minutes to get through. And Ralston, who has been busy getting rid of Lily Warren and appeasing his wife, finally remembers the bet and tracks Bob down in the library. Oh, there you are, huh? Well, it's getting close to four. And I'll admit you've gotten away with it so far. You haven't lied yet, but you will. Uh -huh. Oh, now stop making those idiotic sounds. I can't afford to listen to them. It's going to cost me $10,000, baby. Oh. oh. Gwen. What are you doing here? Well, I was reading a book and I heard everything you said and now I understand. Uh, Bob, I didn't mean what I said last night. Oh, darling. I realize now you were doing it all for Hold me. Hold on just a minute. Ho-ho! So that's where you got the 10,000, you bet, eh? From Gwen. Yeah, but... Uh, oh, I've got it. I've got it. I'll get Van in here. I'll get him to ask you what you did with Gwen's money. If you tell him that you made the bet with me, then you lose because you're not supposed to tell anyone. If you lie, uh, you lose anyway. Stay right there, sucker. <laughs> Bob, can he? Will he? He can and he will. Uh, I'm sorry, Gwen. Uh, run away. If I do that, I lose too. What time is it? Uh, five to four. Five minutes more, but there they come now. Uh, here we are. Now, Van, there he is. Bennett, what'd you do with Gwen's money? Uh, Gwen? Which Gwen? Gwen Ralston, the girl I hope to marry. Some hope. Come on, now stop fooling around, Van. Ask him. Well, Bennett? Yes, thanks. Very well. And you? You well, too? Listen, if you don't answer me, I'll tear you apart. Everybody's here. Edward. Hello, Mrs. Ralston. You. Mrs. Ralston, please, ask me to leave. Throw me out. Bad, bad. Shut up, please. Van, now go on, ask him. Oh, yes. Bennett, what'd you do with Gwen's money? The $10,000? Yes. That's a lot of money. We shouldn't be talking out loud like this. There might be spies. Look here, Bob, if you don't stop stalling. I'm not. I'm answering. Well, answer the question. It is a fine day. I'm thinking higher thoughts. How could you when you have such a low brow? Ah, you again. Me? Why don't you knock me unconscious? Here, right in the jaw. I wouldn't have dirty my hands. I shaved this morning. Man, keep asking him, I'm telling you. Listen here, Bob. This is a serious matter. Either you answer or you forfeit. I demand to know what you... Listen, everyone. I think I'm going to have a baby. I mean, when I get married. <laughs> One minute before, Bob. Yeah. Bob, you've just got to answer. What did you do with Gwen's money? What did I do with Gwen's money? Yes. Well, first I... I counted. Yeah, I know. Go on. Yeah, go on, yeah. Then I... Uh, I put it in an envelope. Don't stop. Yeah. Then I, I sealed the envelope, I put a stamp on it, and I smell smoke. Fire! 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 Oh, somebody dropped a match in the waste paper basket. It's nothing at all. Now, Bennett, what did you do with Gwen's money? Uh, 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 I better answer the phone. It's not ringing. Well, you don't want to leave those things go to the last minute, you know. Oh. Ten seconds, Bob. Yeah, ten seconds. Well, I took the envelope. You, you really want to know, Mr. Ross? Yes, of course I do. One, two, three, four that I made a bet of $10,000 with you that I'd tell the truth for 24 hours. And I have, so I win. Oh, no, no, you don't. Why not? It's 4 o'clock. No, no, it is not 4 o'clock. That clock has passed by 10 minutes. How do you know? Because I pushed it ahead this morning. So it isn't 4 o'clock yet. And you told about the bet already. Therefore, you lose. Oh. oh, Father, that isn't fair. There's nothing in the bet against it. So I lose after all. Oh, Edward... Did you want the clock to be fast? Why, uh, b b b b b what do you mean? Oh, because when I noticed the clock was fast at lunch, I set it back. Did I do wrong? Oh. Then, then it really is four and I've won the bet? <laughs> Mrs. Ralston, you did absolutely right. And I love you with a great love. Oh. And I think your dresses are absolutely exquisite. 
Even more, I think you're beautiful. Will you be mine? Oh, Mr. Bennett. Excuse me, I mean your daughter, Gwen. Oh, Bob, did you really mean it when you told me you, you love me and like to kiss me and intend to... Gwen, don't say any more. That is, not until we get a license to... to say it. <sighs> Alan Young, and this is Harold Lloyd saying good night to you for Old Gold. And I hope that you'll be with us again next Sunday evening when the Old Gold Comedy Theater presents Fred Allen and Portland Hoffa in The Show Off. See you then. <laughs> production was composed and conducted by Charles Paul, and Baxter appeared through the courtesy of 20th Century Fox, who is currently starring in Sunday Dinner for a Soldier, who will soon be seen in the Ernst Lubitsch production, A Royal Scandal. Alan Young, who can be heard every Tuesday evening over another network, appeared through the courtesy of Bristol Myers Company. Now until next Sunday night, this is Ben Grower saying good night for Old Gold. Broadcasting Company.